Good Hey, next week some people are coming here. Yeah, I spoke to Amelia. Oh, good. All right. We're going to go to Joshua Tree in January also. I think we're going to do a talk in Temecula somewhere. Either December 20th around or January 20th, something like that. All right, hey, well. Hey, Paul, before you start, did you uh, did you go walking today? I did a little walking, yes, but not intentionally. I thought you were going to, I saw a video and you were talking about and then that you were going to try it out the next day or something. No, I was. That was all just. It was leaking. all. Yeah. Whatever happens. I re I respond. I didn't make any plan. No. No. But the legs are feeling pretty good, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It was just the. It was more about the ideas and behind it all. Yeah. How. If you meet uh, people and stuff, there's a, a lot of times, well, obviously we're not talking about a person, but the appearance sure seems to be lacking permission as if they need permission and, uh, and just a lot of things. And in recovery, we talk about a very inc incredible statement because it says, unless you let go of all these old ideas, the results will be nil. Yeah, pretty extreme. Uh, and a lot of times, uh, the old ideas have just grown into the fabric of the existence, so to speak. Yes? Like we say in AA, it's difficult to discern which is which. And yet, usually we need some time, something in life to bring it out. And then you can see... Uh, this old idea that's sort of crystallized and stuff. And um, it may have been based on somewhat of a fact at another period of time, but it hasn't turned, it hasn't stayed a fact, but it is, we live as if it is, yeah? And uh, it's just always, everything always implies other things. And so I see this mental activity uh, it's weird because the mental activity dwells on the me mental activity, yes? So you're never going to get a clear vision from any narration or pointing. But life sort of intervenes and something rushes up on you. And uh, it's almost like there's a claiming of space. And uh, just you just feel life's bigger, you know? You know how you used to feel life was bigger when you got out of your head and you did service and stuff? When we used to do service in recovery, it was, wasn't a phenomena of an effect. It was really, uh, you could notice it that you would feel bigger. You would That's how you would describe it. And you were available, meaning that you weren't, you were playing small and unavailable. Yeah, so uh, this is sort of what happens at times. So I just felt uh, a large swath of the, of atmosphere opened up to the action figure the other day. It's cool. Uh, so anyone have any questions about the topic? 
Yeah. If you've been here years ago, it's the same message as this. Uh, and hopefully if you come years later, you'll be watching a video. <laughs> and it'll be the same message. So with or without Paul Hederman, the message stands alone. Yes. <laughs> the invitation isn't given, isn't coming from me. It's coming from the message. I'm going to pass away and the invitation will still be offered. Yeah. And what is that invitation? Instead of really, really trying to study and work hard to see what you are, start with seeing what you're not, you know, becoming aware of what you're not and allowing itself to tell the truth about itself. You don't have to do anything. There'll be a recognition. There'll be a, a seeing or an awareness and then things will be explained yeah and hopefully there'll be a a point of being convinced and uh it always blows my mind because i never thought i never heard from people maybe they said it but i never heard from people that the movement would be a loss of interest i always felt like it was more like sharpening the interest and surgically directing it like a laser beam and all this and all encompass all encompassing interest but it, that's not how it's worked with me it's just been a dropping off of a lot of stuff and really a loss of interest with no interest in losing the interest yeah it just was a observation that shit changed yeah and some of it hasn't cha ever changed back it just dropped off and it didn't re-coagulate -co and mutate into something else. It just, the attention and interest filled up that space with something else. I would say space, you know? Yeah. So it's sort of like being a fish uh, and always having the fish eyes of looking at the seaweed and what to eat and not to be eaten and all this. And suddenly... That's still available, but now you sense this, this, the water you're in, yeah? So there's a feeling of the water that you're in or the water that there's an appearance in. And it doesn't negate, it doesn't uh, underemphasize, you know, seeing the other fish and the seaweed and shit like that, but it definitely brings it into proportion or in another way where the emphasis is on what's always here instead of what's coming and going, yeah? With a basic understanding because it's always here and that's coming and going. It doesn't need much of a explanation. The nature of the vision of the seeing is, oh, that which you're seeing is always here and that which I see is coming and going. So... Uh, <laughs> It's pretty simple, but it was it was complex when I wasn't uh, when I was seeing the fish and the seaweed. So it just opens up something. And uh, how are you going to know that you've been saddled with a myopic view uh, unless you have a panoramic event? Yeah, yeah. Just like the idea of gravity, we used to always ask talk about where most people who've had a, had to go up a lot of stairs today and it was very hard. The stairs were very hard, but they weren't really. It was gravity, yeah? They were going up against a force and they were moving against a force 
and they felt they sensed that influence but the head would give the meaning of the influence to the stairs yeah this is not an unusual mistake it's mostly mistaking all the time <laughs> literally <laughs> it's pretty much you could bet and uh, and be probably win most of the time that it's gonna it's gonna see mistakenly yeah or it's going to attribute what's going on to a source that isn't the source of what's going on <laughs> because obviously it's happening here so obviously it gets projected out so so you know that hill i went up a high hill today it was very heavy to walk that hill no it wasn't it was the gravity so and then you would say all right i'm going to study this thing that's affecting this body every day and study gravity and go to seminars about gravity but really the best thing would to do would go into an anti-gravity chamber yes so you would go and you'd be in the absence of gravity and then you would know all you need to know about gravity <laughs> This is sort of the negation view in a sense, yeah? You you learn about what you're not. You start noticing what you're not. You start uh, having a clear understanding about what you're not. And somehow or another, it produces or provokes a sense of what you are finally, yeah? Not distorted, not interpreted, but just a sense of I am. And then things that, would take, you know, you could try to talk yourself until your face was blue that I'm always here. I'm all, but you know, your head thinks if I go to Ohio, I'm not here. Or if I go, you know what I mean? So, but you have that sense of which you wanted to try to acquire with a, with a lot of effort and no results. You have the sense that uh, you're always here. Like always sleeping awake it just doesn't matter you're always here it's like an incessant onness and and then you start realizing what really people want is actually to be unawake the awakeness it drives the mental state crazy and when we, it does it does the mental state is constantly looking for some relief from the the, the incessant onness it is it's trying to distract with lousy movies and tons of other shit yeah <laughs> uh, and then put incessant awakeness and stretch it out in time it gets unbearable so you're watching die hard eight when you knew die hard one through seven sucked you're still watching die hard eight <laughs> so so uh <laughs> uh, things come to an end that which can come to an end can come to an end yeah yeah it can come to an end i'm witnessing it in uh amelia's youngest son he used to have these very angry uh outbursts which he hasn't had in a couple years his his uh, he all he had was c's and d's in school now he has all a's yeah just, yeah. So it looked like at the time, is he always going to be this angry motherfucker, you know, the rest of his life? No, he wasn't, obviously, because he's, he's completely changed. He seems to be chilled and everything else. Yeah. Without any effort, you've got to be chilled. Nothing. It just, 
had its course, ran its course, and ran out. Yeah. So there is a value in not jumping to conclusions when about something that comes and goes, because you may have a, his, a story of how it came, and you may have this forecast of how long it's going to stay, but it may go a lot faster than you think. Yes. Hmm. So, uh, so now the things of comings and goings don't catch your eye as much and not as long for sure. And basically when your glance is taken off the thing, it rests in the space of the thing. Don't you see? It's sort of like presence and then presence gets pinpointed. Now you're present to something and that always ends. And then you just, the aperture just go relax, goes into presence. Oh, something else, hummingbird presence. Yeah. Not that you, and you're present to the hummingbird. You're sharing presence and then presence and then do it. Presence. Yes. <laughs> it's not like this, you know, this is like, Boom, boom. Like in the, I love, you know, I've come, I come from recovery. So they, he had, he had such a beautiful statement when he's trying to joke about how large we think we are, where it says, you're going to lose interest in self and in your little plans and designs. And then most people, when it's their plans and designs, they're big. Yeah. But your little, see, so it's a, it's a proportion, it's an emphasis that changes, yeah? It does. Emphasis changes. So in other words, if one square here took all the, took nine tenths of the space and all the other squares had to share that little bit of space, this is just, that's not happening. Yeah, that which was absorbing a lot is still, is now a smaller square and it's on constant mute, so to speak, yeah? We never recognize the virtual hand. <laughs> just, <laughs> and it's talking while muted. So it's talking. That's, it sort of gets like that. <laughs> and what? You have the ability to respond, so you respond. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, how quickly would it take you to respond, even though you've been looking through this little window for 30 years, as soon as you got moved and, and looked out the bigger window, you would respond quickly. Yeah. You would, the bigger window, you wouldn't still have the little window frame that would go and you'd see as much as the window would be able to offer you. Yeah. You have the ability, you respond to these observations of change. Yeah. All the while, having an assurance of the changelessness of what we are. So it's a joy in the action figure because there's an intimation of something, you know, the every all thing, let's say. And uh, so, I, you know, you look at a room and you see the things in it and yet you get a big hit of the space, yeah? Instead of constantly going to somebody left that dirty spoon on the table and you know that you'll you'll see a dirty spoon on the table yeah <laughs> it won't look like a five-star 
emergency emergency and then it because yeah and then after the talk i go and take it and wash it yeah <laughs> it's emphasis and we that which wants to say it's us is an emphasis yeah it's already a preset emphasis and this is what changes the ch the seeing is still going on, but what gets emphasized in the seeing moves away from just constant, huge obsession and concentration with the objects in the space, and then this, and then moves to the space, yeah, which brings proportion to the objects, yeah, and you just travel a bit lighter. That's all, yeah, yeah. And these are, uh, they're just effects, and then you observe the effects, and then there's a message that comes along with the observation, yeah? One of the messages is, you're not that, maybe, and then in all that negating, there's an intimation of what is actually so, yeah? I don't know, it would be nice if you could leave, go to what you are from what you're not, but it doesn't seem to work. A lot of people have been doing it for ages. They've been trying to arrive at what they are as what they're not. It doesn't seem to work. And it seems to be a stubborn misunderstanding that doesn't really uh, get broken by evidence because it has constant evidence it's not working, yet it keeps trying working. Yeah. So this is a message of negation in a way where we're going to look at that, which is presented as us, as maybe not us, and and because it's true, it's, this is, see, if you're gonna place something that's imagined with another thing that's imagined, you're probably gonna have to repeat the second imaginative thing a lot to try to replace the first imaginative thing. But if actually there's an introduction of truth to it, it isn't, doesn't demand any effort or thought or maintenance in a sense. It just reveals basically uh, what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And the quality that it has is that it's always going on to the point that because it's always going on, it's not being noticed because we take ourselves to be the always and we're waiting for the always to appear in our life so that we can recognize and grab it and say i've experienced the old always but you can't yeah it's like the fish doesn't know it's in the water probably it really doesn't it has no idea what that fucking element is it just sees all the shit in it yeah well this is what we're like and so a simple message of satsang I feel can go a long, long way because it's not like we're trying to make up a new imagined truth. I humbly believe this is true. I humbly believe this is the last answer in this string of time. I humbly believe it is the unspoken yes. I humbly believe it's the knowing before acquiring knowledge. I humbly believe that. I do. Yeah. And so, you know, we can make shit out of nothing, but can you imagine when you tr when you meet nothing and try not to make any shit out of it? Wow, there's a huge power there. Because we usually, we're making shit out of nothing already. Yeah. I mean, what is that statement? 
making mountains out of molehills. Yeah. So we're we are we're miracle doers all day. In just the way we're doing it, uh, what we would call like the hierarchy of miracles, it'd be on a low level because it's fucking not bringing much joy and happiness to us or to others. But we're making shit all day out of nothing. Our heads, yeah. An appearance begets more appearances. Yeah. You take this real, you're going to take the appearances real, obviously. Yeah. What happens here happens out there. So that's just a simple message. I spent a lot of time looking for what I am. I did. And I spent a lot of more time trying to get out of what I really thought I was. I was mistaken in both ways. Yeah. And those mistakes, rather long and rather flamboyant, were enough to get my attention or get the attention. And they are great, great, great successes in this life because they led me to the futility of trying to get what I already am. Yeah. Just put an end to it, a kibosh on the whole thing. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's sort of like when I got sober, uh, I haven't had a strong thought or a feeling about alcohol or drugs in 35 years when I got struck sober. With someone that was captured by that addiction of self and then needing to get relief, drugs and alcohol, not to have that urge, not to have that urge is a miracle here, yeah? Well, there's an even larger miracle, and that's that miracle before all miracles. We are what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's been nice for me anyway. I didn't I didn't have to write any advanced books or have an advanced master class or PhD session. It's just been kindergarten <laughs> all the time. You, no, Johnny, you're not Johnny. <laughs> and here's the warning. Johnny's going to try get out of Johnny. You're neither of those Johnnies. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go and play. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> one day maybe no one will show up in the zooms yeah who knows but i'll probably keep coming for a little while yeah and then hopefully there'll be a recognition the seat assignment has changed and uh adios amigos <laughs> uh, but as long as everyone comes here, uh, this thing is probably going to get provoked to speak. Ah. And I hope I can get at least uh, the, the direction we're implying in the message, which is We've all, we've been trying to find what we are. We've been trying to arrive at where we are. We've been trying to get what we are. It hasn't really worked. So why not look the other way, which is let's see 
what's trying to get what we are. Let's see what's trying to arrive at where it's never left. And just, and maybe just maybe, uh, maybe the fear that I don't want to know because that would make me an incredible fucking idiot. No, it's not because you're not that. Yeah. Yes. You may feel like a fucking idiot, but that's just part of the process. That will pop and then there'll be a recognition, I'm not that. If you've been avoiding being a fraud, you're going to feel like one through this message. Finally, the shit that you've been successfully avoiding landing on you, that you're a real asshole or something else, whatever. Yeah. And all that effort to make something that you believe is truly real about you, not real, it's going to catch up to you. And you're going to have that feeling that the head has worn would be the moment of death, excruciating death. You're going to feel something coming. And then it just, it's like, it's presented as a category five and it's a tropical storm. You know what I mean? You get a little wet, some tears maybe. You start laughing usually, and there you go. The The fucking demon has been uh, cast out. Yeah. So I am a fraud, and therefore I'm not. It's beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. So this is sort of the death of the self. And then there's the death to the self. Yeah. The death to the self is just losing interest in the idea of being the doer, the thinker. That to, that to me is the death. Yeah, the death as the self is just one of its greatest strategies. Yeah. Remember, could you imagine if they had the book Dark Nights of the Souls? The head would have had a field day could be 800 nights no the dark night of the soul it's finite it could pass in five minutes doesn't have to be a dramatic eight hour thing it may happen while you're walking to the bathroom you may not even notice it yeah but you'll notice something happen that's for sure over time because you're going to travel lighter yeah yeah and i'll tell you you have an intimacy in traveling heavy and so you will recognize its opposite. You will. You will. You will definitely. And you will see, if you want to look at it as a product line, you'll see it's two different uh, companies using the same factory. Yes. <laughs> so now you're under a new employer. And uh, yeah. Mm, so, yeah. Anyone want to share? Mike, anyone? Kerry? No? And if you want, TK is here. I was just catching up with him a little in chat. TK? Yeah, TK, Long Island City. Oh, Long Island City. PK. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, not TK. <laughs> it takes me about a second to catch up with PK. As soon as I hear the accent, I know the whole story. It's where most of my family's from, Long Island City. <laughs> You're from Long Island City, not Long Island? I'm from Long Island, and in Long Island, there's a Long Island City. And your family's from there, too, from that city? My one side of my family, my father's side, is 
they have a large colony of hedimans there. Wow. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Says, Paul, I ordered shirts are not comfortable fabric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> so yeah, he's lodging a complaint, I guess. You want to have a, yeah, you want to something that scratches you, itches your backs, yeah, you know, like little <laughs> those monk flagellations, yes. My grandmother used to wear that mohair thing for. Oh, mohair, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna come out with one of those next year. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for the martyrs and the uh, the people that aren't. There must be sacrifice. We're gonna send them long sleeve mohair. Yeah. Yeah. No and still, they'll, and still they'll they'll be nothing. Yeah. Uh, Dana has her hand up. Dana. 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 Hi. Um I I'm listening to what you're saying and and uh I realize I mean I'm I'm so happy and I'm having such good experiences but I really don't know myself and I don't know what I'm not or what I am. I, I lied all my life. Um, I was always trying to please everybody. Um, I, I tried to get to know you. So I would say something that would upset you. Um, and I've lived that way for so long that it's hard for me to, to even determine what I am or what I'm not. I don't know myself. Great. Just just keep riding the pink wave. Okay. Yeah. It more will the wave itself will reveal a lot to you. You don't need to do anything right now. Just enjoy your life. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's a lot of value in enjoying. There is a huge amount. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people wish to be free and then they start, you know, getting anxious about the freedom. Just freaking. I had people that used to be, they believed that awakening would have to be coupled with a cathartic something event. And they spent years trying to help produce or, or, or move to or be underneath that cathartic event. And sometimes one of the times it happened and that person who had been waiting for this for years, it was the first person want to get out of it immediately. <laughs> I said, this is what you wanted, man. There you go. Yeah. 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 So enjoy. Enjoy is, um, can be a habit. Yeah. Yes. There's there's enjoyment without thought. That's a habit. Yeah. So you're in the habit of enjoying what's available now. Yeah. And instead of being in the habit of fretting what may not be available tomorrow, you're just here. Uh, dumbed down, very clear your uh pay scale. Uh don't know is pretty good and uh 
there is such a you can just stumble in a second into peace of mind yes it's it's readily available yeah yeah there's no remember they used to say the gateless gate there's no toll that you have to pay to go through this gate it's the gateless gate it's the open secret there's no secret handshakes or something you're going to get down the road after you prove yourself it's an open secret a gateless gate yeah yeah There's nothing to kill or to vanquish. It's just becoming at peace with stuff. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And really, coming from the head, you have no idea what it's going to look at like when the head has been uh, demoted, so to speak. You have no idea. It's the only thing that's been describing everything to us for fucking years. Yeah. It's such a myopic view. It's a know-it-all, but it doesn't know at much. Yeah. So this is really a finding out. Yeah. And who would have thought that the most finding out is going to be triggered by a loss of interest in that which wants to find out about everything. So you lose interest in this idea of you and, uh, there's a lot of finding out. Who would want to describe that and take the joy away from your own event? Yeah. That's why we don't speak usually about a lot of stuff. We speak about what we're not. Because the joy of, of finding out what you are and the relief and all that, who would want to give, who would want to put a name and form on that? Because you would have to throw that name and form off because it didn't grow where you were. You would have picked it up by hearing it from someone else. So we basically just talk about what we're not. I have great faith that you're going to find out. Yeah. 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 I know I'm not a killer, but that's as far as it goes. <laughs> you All know? Right. Yeah. Just, just convince the police you're not, and that's good. <laughs> yeah. Do so little uh, security though. Just it's okay, honey. You've been swimming with goggles for years. Yeah. Now you're swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. enjoy. And then the seeing of what's going on will come later. Just fucking enjoy the relief from the other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. Because the thing that wants to know is part of the problem that caused all the lack of relief in your life. Yeah. So you're yeah. getting a vacation from that. And hopefully the vacation will extend into a permanent condition. <laughs> <laughs> a good condition. But, yeah, a good condition. You'll be apt to laugh like that. Yeah. You'll have, yeah. You'll be available to uh, laughing at yourself sometimes at the expense of others. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm happy you're here, honey. I've been watching you. Yes. Yeah, that's good. All right. Anyone else? Yeah. Oh, Harry. Harry. We got Hari coming up. I can't hear you, Hari. On mute. There we go. Hello. Hey. Um, uh, this might even be a non-question actually, but while I, 
at the beginning of the talk, you kind of intimated that something interesting and expansive had happened to your action figure. Is there anything like, I'm sure there's nothing new, but is there anything worth talking about there? Well, I just, uh, just go back to the last two uh, videos. I think I talked about them now. Oh, yeah. What, Saturday and Saturday and Wednesday? I think it was yesterday I spoke about it in the afternoon and I think Wednesday, uh, Tuesday in the afternoon one and Tuesday in the morning one. It's just that I was seemingly forced to have to walk two and a half miles. And I've never done that since I got run over in 1980. So that's 43 Ooh. years ago. And, uh, and it seems to have worked out all right. So far out. So my, my horizons have expanded. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. This is the thing, like we say, you know, don't leave before the miracle. Some of these permanent knots aren't permanent. You may have the joy of living long enough to see them get undone. Yeah. And I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. We all hope so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm you know, there's first. Day. What's I'm that? Praying. I'm praying every day, honey. No, I'm serious and personally and yeah. A lot of the electrical oomph, the mental electrocutions have is that these things that you're feeling now are gonna last forever. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, because you know, thus far in life they have apparently lasted forever. That's exactly the catch, you yeah. know. When you've been on the path doing all the things. And it doesn't budge, but I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm feeling good. Great, but great. And, but, and there's a great message doing all those things, and it hasn't budged. Maybe you'll move if you don't do much. Yeah. Thought and effort hasn't pushed it. Maybe nothing. You know, losing interest in it and not doing shit may do it. I mean, literally, in duality, you can only go two ways: either. Heavy, hard, or soft and easy, basically. <laughs> Heavy and hard hasn't worked, has it? <laughs> no, it hasn't. So there you go. There's an option. Soft and easy. Yeah. I know a guy, a friend of mine, he's a sword master, Zen sword master, yeah. Fucking very proficient. He's he was he's a Chinese gymnast. He's he's a, a Westerner, but he does Chinese gymnastics. He could appear at a, like a Chinese circus. He's a sword master, and he's it's he's getting older, and he just refuses to give up the hard style to just start doing the soft style, like standing, Kong, shit like that, you know, do the flower walk and everything. It's always doom doom doom. And you know, his body, he's gotten every part of his body operated on. I didn't even know you can get different levels of knee replacements. He has a knee replacement called a striker, which is gives you 20 years of use and you're gonna get an infection when they put it in. It's so fucking good. But if you can live through the infection, it's like you can be like the gladiator. You fucking so he's <laughs> like a bionic man and it's just like get the message bro you know it's time to sort of <laughs> so, uh, 
Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What more evidence do you need? I mean, you've done, we, many of us here, have done so, so much and seem to have reaped so, so little. Maybe we need to bring in an advisor that's going to look at all of our efforts in a different way and may see the great value in them failing. Yeah. And maybe it would be able to whisper that to you and you'd get it. Fucking great. The only thing I've been missing is the value of failure when it comes to being what we are. Can you imagine if you succeeded becoming what you are? What would that be that you would become? Not what you are. <laughs> it wouldn't. It, could, it couldn't. You are it already. You can't become what you already are. You'd have to become what you are as a different idea. Yeah? So here, all this stuff failed, failed, failed. Of course, you go through years of blaming you particularly. I know. Though that message is great. That It's amazing posture. I mean, I had a guy once in Boston. He was telling me he was out of place. And they said, if you stand in this posture for 16 minutes straight, something's going to happen. And so the guy did and nothing happened. So he said, what should I have done? I said, 17 minutes. <laughs> this is just a, yeah, 18 minutes. No, motherfucker. <laughs> if I'm standing 16 minutes, it, must, it better be a good show I'm in line for. I'm not going to be standing expecting a great fucking cataclysmic event. That's already occurred. You are what you're looking for. Yeah, I don't know. So getting tired is great. Saying, fuck this is great. There's a recognition in there. Yeah. I'm having that recognition with our ideas of having retreats. The two retreats we've had, both everyone got COVID. <laughs> had two retreats in Italy, got COVID in Italy. Have I gotten COVID in any other country? No. When did I get COVID? Any other country? No, no time. I've gotten COVID twice on two retreats. Something's telling me something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. either, either next retreat have a medical team there or, yeah. So this is life sort of tells you shit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, really. I mean. Yeah, so this message, in my view, and the way we present it is disarming. Yeah, it's disarming. So if everyone's really jacked up and enthused and, yeah, let's go, let's go, just do it. This is about, you know, you know you'll, you'll be sitting on the, the starting blocks because I'm never going to shoot the gun. We're not never going to start that race. Never, never. Yeah, just until you get bored and wonder why you're in this posture of seeking. Yeah, we're still not going to pull the gun. And then you're going to be left with your own fucking devices. You've been at the starting point, 50 races. Now you're thinking, now you're adding obstacles for the races because you think it's, it means more meaning and I'm going to get more spiritual credit. And then you're just sitting there and your whole story will collapse because I didn't pull that fucking starting gun. Yes. Hallelujah. That's love to me. That's compassion to me. 
It is. It is to come to the person at their 48th retreat and walk them slowly out of it and take them to an ice cream store and have a double mocha. Yes. Yeah. Go into their closet, take all the mohairs, shirts out of there, all the little flagellating whips, all the mea culpas, just fucking <laughs> clean all that shit out. And uh, and if they're still just bringing them some cold water, have them jump in, they'll forget everything at that second. Yeah. But they can't forget that what's always here. Yeah. What's always here doesn't need to be remembered because it cannot be forgotten. It cannot. Your head can act as if it has, but it cannot be. Yeah, that's my that's the message. Yeah. So anyone else? That was the what answer was it? What was the question anyway? Oh no, about, it was no. yeah. It's no, just no, it was just, I thought it was a big deal for the action figure. I haven't walked that much for 43 years and I walked two and a half miles. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. I was ready to to go to the unsuspected Special Olympics. I'm ready. <laughs> How are you the next day? I'm going to see that's the thing. I didn't say anything for two days because I it usually hits me, but it's hit me a little today, but not much at all. Great. Yeah. So my whole, it's like a cow just coming under the assumption through misperception that there was a fence when there wasn't a fence just adapts to grazing in this small little space, never questioning its perception of the fence, yeah? And yet this is what happened. Something had me walk past that imaginary fence and I didn't die and shit like that. Mm. And what has, it's a parable with a lot more information to, than just me walking two and a half miles. It reveals yeah. a lot. It reveals a lot. It reveals the cocoon that most of us are living in with pumped in fucking stale air. We've been on the SS Hari and the SS Paul for a long fucking time. Yeah. And we have given up a lot of shit and we have taken things that may have been facts 30 years ago, but we are living as if they're facts still today. Yeah. This is like being in a vertical coffin, really. It's not much difference, except you seem to be moving. Wow. Yeah. So... I'm not for it. So uh, to me, life is going to, you know, just going to demand shit from you, which is great. You know, to me, I think it's like love coming into me and demanding itself from me. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a pretty great. It was a pretty cool uh, demonstration on the action figure level. Yeah, it blew my mind. I didn't have any thought about it either. My old truck broke down. I could have just stood there and waved. And because it's a vintage truck, some probably would have pulled over, would have drove me to my house. I didn't think. I just started walking. Just walked. It was great. It was cool. I saw so much that I miss when I'm driving by and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was great. So. How's the truck? Truck's great. It just ran out of gas. It does. Oh, the that's... gauge was broken. So I, I uh, missed I didn't have uh didn't have enough gas. As soon as I put gas in, it runs great. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, we have Hassan and Floyd. Who was first? Who was last? Floyd. 
Floyd was first. All right, Floyd, you're going to be last. Hassan, you were last. You're going to be first. All right, come on, Hassan. Okay. The I first don't. shall be last and the last shall be first. Thus was said, supposedly. All right, Hassan. We'll get the Floyd. He's not going anywhere. It's uh it's nice to it's nice to be with you, Paul. And nice to be with everyone. Thank you for making this time. Um I just kind of wanted to explore something with you, Paul. Um sorry, I'm getting a little nervous. Uh if if uh you know I'm realizing that there's really nothing to do, right? And doing something isn't really abiding in what's already here. But in in some ways, life needs to still go on and bills need to be paid, work needs to be worked, and there are relationships to tend to. And before you go on, can I just throw something in here? I think we'll answer, we'll answer it in a way. Okay. Yeah, just sure. uh, it's a story about uh, first of all, uh, the abidance is before any abiding in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what which is abided in is before the abiding in it. Yes. So that's there. Okay. So we use this example of, let's talk about that I am, and mm -hmm. let's say it's like a place to live, yeah? And so when you go to work, do you forget that you have a place to live when you have a place to live? No. No. Do I have to chant, I have a place to live, I have a place to live? I don't forget that I have a place to live when I am remembering work, when I'm in work, do I? No. No. What would happen if I have to stay overtime? Would more time convince me I don't have a place to live? No. All right. What happens if my company sent me to Europe and now I, I've, there's a much farther space between my house and where I am working? Would that make me believe I don't have a house? No, not at all. So time and space cannot convince this form of knowledge that what is so is not so. No matter how much time or how much space you added, it would probably not convince you that you don't have a house, yes? Yeah. This is the I am in us. So we have things to do. We're action figures. That's why we use the term action figures. <laughs> We're not peaceful abiding figures. figures. We're action figures. And there's the there's the abidance of what we are in the experience of what we're in, so to speak. Yes. Mm -hmm. What we in does not change what we are. So in this case, going to work doesn't change the fact that I have a house. Not at all. But so this is the knowledge of the I am. This is the knowledge I hope gets set free by realizing what you're not, because what you're not doesn't have the qualities of the I am. And yet it tries to apply those qualities to the I am. So the I am is now a very fragile, I have to have the right music and the right setting. I can't do this. I have to rest. I have to breathe. No, that's your, just like it says, in, we say here, you know, 
we are made in God's image, but really God is made in our image. Yeah. The head is seeing everything from its God plane. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not how the I am is. The I am is always available at all times, right? Where you are with no requirement necessary to meet it because you've passed that point of meeting it. You are it. <laughs> or you're before that point of meeting it. You are it. This is the assumption of non-duality in, in my view, anyway. How mm -hmm. it was digested here, non-duality is, this is what it means, yeah? So there's a negation of the two-ness See, it's, it's, there's not a negation of the action. There's just a negation of the actor. Yes. So you're going to have a lot of actions going on. Yes. And what this message does is negate the idea of the actor. It doesn't negate the verbing. The verbing is going on and there you go. It's negating that it, the verbing is happening to a noun or the noun is doing the verbing. That's what it's negating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Negating two. What is the two? The two is there's an idea of you as the object, and then there's the idea of the, you as a subject. Yeah. Sometimes you're the thinker of things, sometimes you're the thought about. Yes. The thinker of things would be the subject. Yes. The thought about would be the object. This is non duality. You're neither that. You're neither the subject nor the object. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the action figure is like he lives in Rome. He has to do as the Romans do. Yes. Go here, do that, make some cash, whatever it is. Yeah. But he's not a Roman. That's the point. Yeah. But he's in Rome and he does as the Roman does. But being in Rome and doing like the Romans do does not make you a Roman. Yeah. It doesn't. So this is what the I am is like, my feeling and its presence, you sense it. The problem is when you sense it, the head rushes in and says that sense is the verification of Paul, this little historical story of a doer, a feeler, a thinker, a, you know, all that. That's what it does. It uses the I am to verify the I am Paul. <laughs> it does. How could Paul be verified? Yeah. How could it be verified? Something real would have to be, be claimed and used to verify it, its reality because it doesn't have a reality, Paul. But it seems to play upon a reality that we are, which is the existence of what we are. And it uses that existence and that sense of being on to imply it's Paul. Yeah. Hmm. So, so this kind of, I guess, like two-pronged, thing arises like a question almost that you know there is a forgetting of it there's a self-forgetting and there seem to be things activities actions that facilitate a remembering of it and so this is where there's a lot of confusion i think and kind of letting go of all of that and what the hell would that even entail you know um well, you don't let go of it at all. You see you're not the one holding on and you're not the one that would let go. And the thing is, you're probably not going to throw away all those things that remind you of that sense. But what's going to happen is what reminds you of the sense is going to be the sense itself. 
not things that you do or places you go. Yeah. So now you'll be an all-terrain vehicle. Wherever you are, there will there it is. Yeah. So the influence of the sense will grow and it won't be dependent on situ you know, conditions and circumstances and places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll be conditioned on the unconditional, which is pretty good. Yeah, this is just the beginning. So I mean, I know certain things that always work. Jumping in the water always works. So I in most cases, now I'm getting older and it's cold in the winter, but most cases I'm gonna take the opportunity to jump in water. Yeah. Yeah. Don't plan it, yes. But like literally jumping in water? What jumping, like swimming and some jump in oh, water, okay. swim, go swimming, go surf, boogie boarding and stuff like that. Yeah. Works all the time. Always have a smile like a little kid. Da, da, da. Fantastic. But hey, there's points where uh, sometimes people think the trigger is the is the is the cause. No, the cause is already in us. Something can trigger that cause. Yeah. But then don't get caught up with the trigger because that's going to limit the influence of a cause, yeah, which is us, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's this almost, this trigger that happens, and then there's a belief that there is a trigger, where in fact the trigger is just kind of the reflection of the yes. thing. Yeah. Yes. But this is what you go through. You grow through this shit. That's why in time, the Course of Miracles would present it as we are the dreaming of the dream and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream, which means with dreamlike shit. And as we do, the dream will get happier. Yeah, that's sort of some, that's the way it goes for some people. Yeah, so they're using things here to dream themselves out of the things here. <laughs> yeah, that's what satsang is in one respect yeah yeah it's nothing satsang it's how minds use it big m minds yeah and so but the point is that the sphere of influence will will widen and the and the triangle location will become much closer to you like wherever you are it's going to be the sphere of influence of abidance so to speak yes so you're gonna feel in other words, you're gonna have this your this sense is gonna be what's giving the ammunition to all the things that trigger it, yes. And you'll realize the trigger is not the source, you'll have a recognition it's of you, yeah. And that produces uh oh, a lot of effects. It doesn't produce wanting to manage and control triggers. That's for sure. It doesn't produce that. Yeah, it produces letting things go because that which you thought was was uh, produced by an effect out there, you are actually the cause of. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the fear of reliance. You can see it in the world. Let's say. Uh, you don't know anything about cars, so you have to rely on the on someone who says they know something about cars. And then a lot of people had bad experiences with that because let's say they charge you $1,200 to change some brake pads. 
which you could have done them for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. But you don't know anything. And now you're in a source of reliance, just like when you're at the airport and stuff. They actually know they have you. And so they just fucking present options that don't look like options because they know you want to go to where you want to go. So you're going to put up with a lot of shit and they dish out a lot of shit. Yeah. They do because you're in a precarious position of relying on something outside. Well, the last thing you want to do with what you are is to have it like that, where you have to rely on things you have to do or go and shit like that. Yeah. You would much rather have the have a great assurance that wherever you are, that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just, just makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if things if if you've been lucky enough to find things that work and allow you to be in a sense of peace, man, don't why would you want to throw that away? Just use it until it, it's it doesn't it'll change and you won't need to use it, you know. You may still do it, but it won't be used for the same thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So you will be what you're looking for, truly. As the what's looking, you as the what's looking will be what you're looking for. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But when we, when you need to have a remembering of that, that's great that you there's enough triggers that are available to you to trigger that remembering. That's not going to be a constant state. That's going to change. Yeah, you can't remember what you are. You're just convincing something that wants to forget it not to for that moment of shit. Yeah, and it works and it usually has this term of expiration where it doesn't work. And then you've got find something else that can convince you that you're, you know, to give you permission to be okay. But mm -hmm. that's going to end. And uh, yeah. So I guess in like times when there is, let's say, a lot of triggers or buildups or you know some scars traumas whatever that come up and totally cloud things in those moments those triggers are useful but well of course because you can come to the conclusion i'm not that that reacted to the some scars even if it happens after the reaction it's still helpful even after because the uh the time the delay the time delay will shorten Sure, for sure. Yeah, because it's true. What you're hoping to be true in this case is actually true. And therefore, in the <laughs> beginning, if, if it wasn't true and you want to make it to be true, the behaviors would look the same. But when there's a conclusion somewhere in us that it is true, then the behaviors change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not in the you're not in the drive to remember because you come to a conclusion it can't be forgot. Now your head can say it's forgotten it, but you're not your head. Yeah. 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 So the I am is not confused. <laughs> it isn't. It's the head's confused because it thinks the I am is Paul. It's very confused. And so it gives its attributes to everything. So it believes you've got a, uh, you know, you see it. I know people who want peace 
I used to rent a place on their property. And so they would drive around in a golf cart because they were going to meditate at 530. And they'd come to everyone else that was living on the property. Don't make any noise from 530 on. So he was showing no sign of peace. He was completely <laughs> agitated with the hopes of having peace at 530. <laughs> That's insane to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Driving around. Everyone be quiet. 530. It's my hour of peace. What are the other 23 hours? <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, yeah. If, if something is constantly presented to you, you're going to see it sooner or later. I have great faith in the message. I do. Yeah. It's just like the head is like, uh, you know, in America, we have a thing you put on the table, Lazy Susan, where you spin it and it has all the things and you spin it and there's napkins and shit like that or whatever. So this is sort of like the the relative head. So you're, you're offering an invitation and the head is spinning and sometimes you just put it in the right slot. It gets through. Because <laughs> <laughs> when we're here, when I'm not trying to, I don't want you to get convinced or I don't want you to understand. I don't. I want you to realize that which you're not can understand. That's what I'm looking for. So I'm hoping to throw everything over your head, Hassan, because the last thing I want to want uh, you to know is this message. I want you to be fucking confused by it. And then when the system sort of gets overheated, there'll be a recognition you're not the system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you keep feeding the system as if it's you, it seems to be you. Yeah. If it starts getting starved and it's like, I'm never going to get it. I can't understand what this guy's saying. That's great. Those are great symptoms of something occurring. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go to Floyd, Hassan. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure, brother. Floyd, come on in. Hi. So uh, you said that it's important to see what we are not. But yes. what I feel is that I was talking to a friend the other day and he said the same thing, you know, we should see what we are not rather than seeing what we are. And I said the what we are not list is very long, you know, it's a list which cannot be exhausted. It's a very long list. So how do you see what we are not? You don't need to see uh, all of what you're not. You had all you need to see it on until it hits you you're not that yeah so if it has thousands of of expressions you'll know you don't need to go through thousands of expressions there'll be a certain point where the camel the the, the straw will break the camel's back yes yes don't you see you try something it doesn't work and it doesn't work and it doesn't work. Uh, do you need to try it for 3000 times to arrive at it doesn't work? You can arrive at it doesn't work after it doesn't work three times. Yeah, mm. there's no, where's there a, where's there a, a requirement of how much you have to see to get you're not that. I don't think, I don't see it, there's any requirement. 
It's just a shift of balance. And that will that will verify that something has happened when you've lost interest in anything happening. <laughs> See, you'll really know you're close to the goal when you have no interest in getting to the goal. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's what you've actually been looking for. Seriously. <laughs> this is the relief. This is liberation from the need to be liberated. Mm. That's what it is. You see, you're not that which truly needs to be liberated. And uh, mm. that's the great relief from the need to be liberated. Yeah, so the list of what you're not may be long, but the recognition of it doesn't take much time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, just come here. You can ask people here. Uh, they've seen the emperor with no clothes and then they've seen the emperor with a lot of clothes knowing the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, that's actually the second aspect is a very good aspect. Yeah, you don't if you have a peak experience and you see the emperor with no clothes, you'll probably be fooled by it when when it wears new clothes. But when you can see the emperor has no clothes wearing a full regalia of outfits then there's a that's a clarity yes the emperor has no clothes wearing clothes or not the emperor has no clothes that's the point yes <laughs> i tell you i have a this is a weird way of getting it across but this is how it worked with me when I was younger, I was 11 or 12 years old, I had the misfortune of seeing my mother in a compromising position, naked. Uh, and what I was greeted was uh, a certain view, was very, uh, <laughs> it just whacked me. I was growing up a Catholic and, you know, my mother was, I had a lot of ideas about my mother and this physical, you know, expose was a little too much. So, so, you know, I saw my mother with no clothes on. And so then I would see her and almost every time I'd see her with clothes, it would trigger that picture of seeing my mother with no clothes <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> so that's sort of what this is like, yeah. You finally hit a certain mass of recognition and then you can't shake that recognition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And how does this come to when you're with another person, let's say a relationship, because that I've seen as one of the challenges, you know, when you're with another person, you sort of, still make it personal, you know, rather than seeing it as some kind of, uh, you know, when you're alone, you can easily see, okay, this is me trying to conjure up a thought. But when you're with someone, it sort of gets uh, kind of tricky because you still get entangled. At first you say, no, I don't yes. have any expectations. Uh, yes, right. yes. Yeah. Know, I, know how it works with me. <laughs> when I had my older view was always looking at it as you and me. Yeah. You mm. and her. 
this yeah. always would produce uh, conflict. Now I see Amelia and I as us, yeah? We're two parts mm. of a larger sum called us. Mm. And basically the us has allowed a lot of possibilities to show up in a, a life with love and everything else and everything. And uh, before it would, the antagonism would always be there when I thought there was me and her, whoever that her was. Now this has worked lifting up the attention out of that myopic view into a view of us has really worked. And we've been together for seven years, I think now, and mm. we've been living together for seven years. She has children from a, a previous situation. We have a life, dog, cat, bills, shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for a long period of time, I was, I fit a description that's in the program of recovery, which is when you're in an active condition of alcoholism and drug addiction, you're, you, you are unable to have a viable relationship with another person. Yes. Mm. Now that was a fact, but it's not a fact now. So a lot of facts mm. aren't truly facts. They're just conditions that are seemingly happening now that are given a sense of extending. And, uh, mm. The fact now is uh, I live under a, an, umbrella, an umbrella of us that allows me to love Amelia as Amelia uh, from Paul as Paul. And hopefully neither of us are taking ourselves or each other that seriously. Yes, there you go. So, so yeah. Would you like some of us, especially here in India, we say that... Uh, because we have a system of, you know, uh, sort of arranged marriages. I don't think it matters in this discussion, but people are just made to live together and manage a marriage. Oh, you know, Floyd, I'd like to really, this, the topic of this meeting, I don't know about all that, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, no, so what I'm, I'm asking it, is, uh, what I'm asking actually is if people are made to, or whatever, they are together for some reason, are they sacrificing to become that us? Is there a sacrifice or is it a joy? Uh, I don't... It may seem like a sacrifice from a self-centered mm. view, but it's really just yeah. an investment. You're investing, sometimes you're investing in the, uh, in, in the us seemingly at the expense of the individual. But I don't find yeah. it as a sacrifice. I find it as a very sound investment, <laughs> truly. Mm. From the dividends that have returned, it's a pretty good, yeah. heavy boot. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I see it. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the thing is, the action figure has its own world. It's a bubble in a much larger space, and a lot of things are going to be influential in this world. But to me, the greatest influence in how you travel in this world as an action figure comes from what we're of, which is not of a thing, yes? Jesus says, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. I'm a real believer in that, yeah? So I was been, I've been trying to escape here since I was about seven years old. 
trying to get out of this place. I used a lot of methodologies, science fiction, Edgar Allan Poe, sports, alcohol, drugs, spirituality, alcohol, drugs, spirituality, shit like that. And the only thing that coincided with me uh, truly surrendering to the great wisdom of no escape was the message of non-duality. And so uh, I do not believe, I do not believe I can escape from an imaginary place as an imaginary thing. So that drive to want to escape has been, uh, has been clamped down quite a lot, to tell you the truth, over the years. Yeah. And now I'm completely here because I can't be anywhere else. Yeah, so that's simple. Mm -hmm. In my faith, my idea of if something was supposed to happen, it did. And if something wasn't so supposed to happen, it didn't. <laughs> that's basically, mm -hmm. that's the scale I I weigh the past on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, seriously, so. But that's it, Floyd. I got to move on to the next person. Yeah, thank you. I think thank I want to stop. But this is, he's an important character, John. He's my insect man. John, tell me if I'm saying your last name right. Mandarano. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Uh, is he yeah, Italian? Yes. Yes, yeah, I am. Yeah, actually. <clears throat> Turning Italian. Remember that song, Turning Japanese? Yeah, I remember that song by the Vapors. It's a fantastic yeah, song. I'm in the turning Italian. I'm in that oh, same process. That's great. So is, that, is Amelia teaching you? Does she teach Italian or something like that? No, she teaches me Italian, but not the language. No, <laughs> I'm getting slapped up and down by Italian. <laughs> the language isn't. No, I'm having. <laughs> Well, actually, she's introduced me to her, her her family, and it's sort of, at least in my view, it's my family, which I'm. It's feeding me that stuff I didn't get because my, you know, my family was, whatever. So it's brought well, about a lot of uh, nourishment from from what was a dry well in a lot of my life, which is familial relations. So it's awesome. That's fantastic. And I'm sure they're literally feeding you if they're Italian. Oh, they're, oh, they're feeding me completely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's very important. It's, it's, it's a, it's love language. It's, it's, I know I go visit, I visited my dad in Pennsylvania to, for Thanksgiving and oh man, the food just yes. so much of it. Yes. So much of it. Well, that's how I tell time. I, uh, the last time I was, uh, there 42 meals, was <laughs> 21 days yeah there you go so two meals a day definitely with the family so 42 meals in 21 days <laughs> the last time i i had to stop at the 18th i just couldn't go out again for a little while i had to take one day off gotta take a little pep abysmal or yeah, something but it's very nice so what's going on john sorry so, I, yeah Sure. Yeah. No, it's okay. No, I don't mind. Um, so I got to ask you about this because I just need to, basically I've got this little balloon I need you to pop for me. Okay. I think so. I already was kind of getting exhausted with the spiritual seeking when I found your, the, found the message. Okay. And, and started coming to your talks. 
And it's been a fantastic relief because now every time I feel like I should sit down and meditate or whatever, or read another spiritual book or something, honestly, it barely ever even occurs to me. And I, and the, the general sense of like just peace of mind and presence and everything that I have is way better than I ever had before when I was actively seeking it. So there's that. But I feel like a lot of my... That's a lot. That It is. It's a lot. So I'm not discounting that. But I feel like part of the spiritual seeking, what prompted it for me was a general dissatisfaction with my circumstances in my life. I grew up poor, you know, like I just grew up pretty poor. Um, and I have to be honest, like I'm, I know I'm better off than a lot of other people, but I live, I still live that way. I still live um, very meagerly. And, you know, now I've got, you know, I'm married, I've got kids. And I feel a lot of pressure to provide for them. And I just wish I could do better than that. And so I find that instead of spiritual preoccupations, it's a lot of mundane preoccupations. It's a lot of time trying to figure out how to you know, just earn more money, you know, um, buy a house, which I've never been able to do. I'm 40. I don't own a home. This other stuff like, you know, I got no savings and, and I want but to what change can you do, but, but John, what can you do is just, you already are, but in the act of being present to your wife and kids, that's a great value that you're providing. Yeah. And who knows, it may just take some time to arrive at those other places because yeah. there's been resistance to it in your life. So you're not ready to receive a miracle yet, but you probably will be. But that's, that's spending the, the time with you. Yeah. That's the thing I wonder about. It's like, is it is is that really what could what it could be? Is could there really just be resistance to receiving that kind of? Probably, bro. It's old conditioning, and the head likes to be right. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, but it likes to be right. And if if that means you got to look like you're wrong, it doesn't mind that at all. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. This is, this is like thing about the giving permission, this this withholding. These yeah. old ideas uh, are almost like a see-through plastic bag around your head. Yeah. <laughs> you don't notice them, but this it's like a form of bondage that you can sense and feel. Yeah. Uh, immediately, there's a clamping down on it. So, but yeah. No, but you make a good point. I do feel like I've been, you know, more present in a lot of ways than I used to be. I, I actually I had a little uh, revelation the other night. I uh, I used to be. I still. I, I still very precious about my sleep. Uh, I I like to sleep, but uh, I got. I used to just honestly not not even recently. Maybe, I don't know how long, but you woke me up in the middle of the night. I'd be a cranky son of a bitch. And as you can imagine, you may be able to imagine with kids, you get woken up in the middle of the night a lot. People got to pee or something's wrong and they want to switch beds. I'm... A couple of weeks ago, my daughter woke up. She wasn't feeling well, woke me up out of a dead sleep. And I realized that I hadn't been that ornery jerk when I was woken up in a really long time. I had actually forgotten about that. 
Mm. I'd forgotten that that had been a, a flaw of my character, which is that if you woke me up out of a dead sleep, I was probably going to be really nasty. And that hasn't happened in a long time. And I was just like, wow, things really are getting better. And I'm not responsible for it. Definitely. So also one thing, John, seriously. Yeah. Uh, when I was growing up, really, I didn't have any idea of being poor. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. It's only when I could compare myself with others a lot more, I started realizing. But uh, I wasn't getting that, and I was poor, you know. Yeah. Because I had the richness of a loving mother and stuff. So, yeah. So, uh, again, we're always projecting how we think on other people's thinking. We have no idea yeah, what's going on, literally. And all you can do is the best you can. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, I've come a long way and I don't see why others can't. I mean, I just feel like uh, there's almost like if you looked at it as an energetic thing, there's like a withholding going on the head almost holds us as ransom so to speak yeah uh yeah. like an extortion plot and uh and it's fine i don't care if i you know oh i could have had much bigger life i don't see it that way i when the relief occurs it just fortifies the message that i've i've listened to it just does i'm not that i'm all of it i'm not that that could have been and i'm not that 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 seems to be yes so yeah. it's just uh what i do feel is a claiming of a lot of empty space yeah which is really full of stuff you know really the most valuable commodity i don't mean space with furniture and shit i mean space you know yeah, yeah. i know what you mean yeah like uh not like it's something that has dimensions but the yes what allows all the dimensions to be I live in large, as they say. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, pick, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. So, but I understand, and this is a part of stuff when you have responsibilities as an action figure, at least you're taking them. I mean, it took me to get sober to some to look back at my responsibilities. I was running around, and then I got sober, and one of the first things that came to me was I have to get an AIDS test. Yeah. Now I'd no. been around for years that thought never crossed my mind the the, the embeddedment of selfishness self-centeredness was unbelievable when i got into the program recovery i started to see what my what i the effect i could have on others it was fucking huge because i'd yeah. been living in such a self-centered way and so i said i got to get an aids test because um, how am I going to go out with somebody if I'm passing something like that along? And in 88, 89, it was super nasty. They didn't have the, the cocktail they have now that can allow you to live. People were dying like flies. Yeah. So responsibility, it's usually uh, sometimes when responsibly visits and it seems like it's been a long time, you've been out to lunch, so to speak, in a lot of ways. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's a good sign, you know, feeling the responsibilities of being a parent. Just don't take it too fucking seriously. You know what I mean? I try not to. I think I think part of the, I don't know, burden I carry or whatever is because when you talk about becoming, becoming responsible is that 
part of the reason I think I'm in the position I'm in is because I didn't take working very seriously. It wasn't until I had kids that all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, shit, maybe I got to get serious about life. Maybe it's appropriate. Maybe you didn't. It was appropriate not to take it seriously. Now you need to take it seriously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these pontifications with such authority, they don't know shit what's going on. <laughs> they don't. You know, I oh, something happened. I, uh, you know, we have to go, we have to do those great contortions, which is you're pissed off, you can't surf anymore. But then you go, well, maybe. I can't surf anymore because they told me if I ever hit my head again, it would be the end of me. And therefore yeah. I, I would have been dead. That may have happened, but you don't need shit. Just, this is the way it is. I'm not surfing anymore. Yeah. 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 So someone came up to this girlfriend of a guy I used to surf with. She had heard that I wasn't doing it. And she says, uh, Oh, I hear you've you retired. I said, no, I was retired. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't voluntary. I was retired by life. <laughs> uh, that's the difference a lot. You see, one way it sounds yeah. like I did something. The other was I didn't do shit. This is just the way life is. Yeah. Yeah. Better way to roll. Yeah. Hey, I got to go. It's okay, Paul. Thank you. Uh, no, it's. I'm happy to see you, my friend. Yeah. Good to see and you. And you too. always, you always. I'm telling you, you're a lifetime member of ZenBitchSlap.com, and there's no, Thank you, you. You don't need to know it or not. You already are. I'm telling okay. you. Okay. Yes, whatever. Yeah. I appreciate it, Paul. Yeah. No problem. Have All a right, good one. Say goodbye to everyone, John, you, you David, down under. Took off his hat. It's been a couple of years. He finally took his hat off. Yeah. Hassan, nice. Thank you for the, you know, the, the conversation. Yes, yes. We got Mike. Uh, always the ever-present service. Mike Z. There he is. Nice to see you, bro. Anu, speak to Amelia. Uh, Sherry, nice to see you. We're gonna, hey, if anyone interested, we're gonna have a thing in Joshua Tree, January twenty first. We're gonna be there from the nineteenth to twenty second. We've rented a house, you know, Airbnb, and we'll get another one if other people want to come. So, just uh, just let Amelia know. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to Mark. Nice to see you, Mark. Have you been here before, Mark? Well, welcome. Mika, yes, he's he's he's, get, he's taking it laying down. This is a good way, good posture to receive the message. Alfonso, where are you from, Alfonso? Oh, I met you, Alfonso, the other day. We so met in New Jersey. I'm from Colombia. Yeah, you're back to Colombia. Nice to see you again. I'm back here. Nice to see you too. We had we we ate at the uh, Brenda Lee. That was good, eh? Good Mexican food. Yes, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice, nice to see you. Oh yes, nice to see you, Dana. As always, yeah. Enjoy your way, Mia K, or Miak. 
She's she's going back to her true Greek name, Miak. Nick V, nice to see you, Nick. How you doing? Good to see you, Paul. I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, want to let you know that uh, it's been a few years, but we're uh, hitting the studio again, uh, Stephen and I. So, oh, uh, so yeah, we'll send some your way uh, very soon. And just uh, to express the gratitude, um, you've helped me, you know, um, this is just grace. And uh, yeah, just so grateful. So thanks, man. Oh, fan. thank you. I'm happy you guys are going to be getting together again. Yeah, send us. There's some of it, their music still on our site at Zen Bitch Slap. If you go to the music, it's um, some great tunes. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you. Yeah, say hello to the other character. I will. Yeah. Susan H. Yes, she is. Gio, Brazil. David B. David B., my uh, traveling partner. Nice to see you, David. All's well? Yes. Yeah. Zoe? Thank you, Paul. It doesn't look like Japan yet. All right. You're still there. <laughs> All right. Elliot R. Nice to see Elliot. Got a pleasure of meeting him with Alfonso. That was a strange name for a Mexican restaurant, Brenda Lee, though. She was like a 50s singer. Susanna W. That was also one of the brightest restaurants, those colors. Incredible. Wayne. Nice to see you, Wayne. Hazifone. Amelia. Yes. The one and only. Lindy. The going, uh, the slow going of a cloud. EK, my friend from Long Island City. No one has any idea what Long Island City is like unless you live in Long Island City or in Long Island. <laughs> oh, PK. If you needed to do any kind of uh, living amends, you've done enough, bro, from Long Island City. Nice to see you. Uh, I think I got, that's it. Hey, thank you, everyone. It's a pleasure spending time tonight. Uh, we'll be here well, tomorrow with the recovery. Everything's on the website. It's, uh, yeah, so it's on the Zambich Slap events page. I think every Zoom just has the same link 